If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for lemonade days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. I will have to admit, it was pretty delicious to watch the Ravens collapse like that and just totally blow their season. What do you mean? It was the best. Yeah, I mean, you know, I kind of wanted them to win to start the game, but as I was starting to realize more and more that that wasn't going to be the case, I started to embrace the dark side of Patrick Mahomes Uh, and the Chiefs. As low of a low as it was to watch the Steelers lose their playoff game, it was as close to a high as it was to watching the Ravens miss out on the Super Bowl. Especially because they blew it. I mean, they blew oh, it. I mean, they only scored this 17 to 10. It's not like the Ravens and the Chiefs had some epic matchup that ended like 34 to 31 in overtime. And Mahomes got the last laugh. Right. Which is what we thought could happen. It's not like, you know, oh, the Ravens went toe-to-toe with Goliath. They blew it. They blew it. Their offense completely bleeped the bed in this game. And you give me Chiefs defense this and Chiefs defense that, and I agreed with you that the Chiefs defense is great. But come on. It's not the 85 Bears. It's not the 05 Steelers out there. Score more than 10 points, Baltimore. I saw somewhere on Twitter that's pointed out that in each of the last three or playoff appearances by the Ravens, they either set or match their season their low. season low in points scored. That's yeah. ridiculous. How do you do that year after year after year? Do you know who they matched this time with the ten? They did match a season total. Oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers both times. Twice. Both times, both buddy. Times. I really hold on, I gotta <laughs> Loosen my arm up so I can pat my Steelers back for myself. I have to think the Chiefs watched a lot of film on the Steelers games versus the Ravens. Maybe not not the second one, but the first one mm-hmm. against Lamar, maybe past ones against Lamar. Uh, this team has so much success against that quarterback in that team. It would be malpractice if you were a coach from another team having to prepare for them and not take a peek at the Steelers for at least a day mm-hmm. as far as your film prep is concerned. Mm-hmm. And you saw a lot of things that the Steelers do against Lamar, you know, blitzing him, making him uncomfortable, containing him within the pocket. You know, Watt and Highsmith aren't just rushing to sack the quarterback against Lamar. They're they're rushing to kind of keep him in the pen. And you saw the Chiefs do a ton of that. Um, but not to take all credit in the world because Steve Spagnuolo has been an incredible defensive coordinator for this entire run of dynastic play that the Kansas City Chiefs are on. And it's him, it's Chris Jones, and then they really find a way to plug and play a lot of different guys onto that defense. So they get a lot of credit for playing Lamar well and really having a great matchup in this game. But, you know, you're supposed to be able to score more even against a great matchup, even against a great defensive mind like Spagnola if you're the Ravens. You're supposed to be able to overcome, you know, that Chiefs defense despite it being towards the elite status in the league. I'm really dumbfounded at how bad this Ravens offense looked in this game. Uh, Just completely lifeless. And I know 
Zay Flowers holds on to the football. It's a 17-14 to 14 game, and and maybe things are a little bit different, but he didn't hold on to that football. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you know, the Ravens still had chances to come back, and they just kept spinning their tires offensively. Um, this is not a good game as far as Lamar Jackson's legacy is concerned. This no, this hurt him big time. Uh, it also, seeing, I would you're say, you're seeing it hurt that on Harbaugh, X a lot now. Harbaugh as well. I, I think it should hurt Harbaugh. Um, and it should hurt Lamar. I mean, it should hurt Lamar. Yeah, to both. Be fair. Both for sure. Um, I I just think it's funny how quick we can go from just oh week, my god the guy's the MVP he could be the Super Bowl MVP well not just that but a week ago he had four total touchdowns in a playoff game and we're like wow incredible he right. finally figures it out in the playoffs and, and then the just, very next game he sucks in the playoffs mm-hmm. he can never play in the playoffs but there is a big disparity between his regular season and his playoff numbers without quite Tom I'll I'll add to that too and say his regular season numbers and the postseason numbers and the regular season splits between. 30 NFL teams versus one NFL team that he plays against twice yeah, a year every yeah. year. And again, I think there was part of the Steelers game plan that helped yield a blueprint for the Ra- or for the Chiefs in this game. Um, the fact that they only handed the ball off three times, though. Yeah. Gus Edwards had three carries in this game. And do you remember his first carry? It was early in the game, but it was like a 15-yard run right up the middle of the Chiefs' defense. Just The Ravens' offense was kind of struggling early. They were just in front of midfield, and Edwards bursts through for a big gain, puts them in Chiefs territory, and helps them finally get a drive together. Uh, and he, he like didn't touch the ball again for the rest of the first half. He had three total carries. I don't understand why the Ravens, in a game where the Chiefs only scored 17 points, just completely quit on running the football. I mean, you want to quit because the Chiefs are stymieing you again and again and again. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You didn't even try. Right. You 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 didn't even give it a an honest college try. And to me, you have been an offense that yes has improved passing the football lately, but you set records recently as far as being the best rushing team in NFL history. That has been your identity in this whole Lamar era, and to just completely abandon it in this mm-hmm. game that's that's malpractice and that's where i think harbaugh deserves a ton of the For criticism sure. the game plan was just so out of whack like so what the chiefs are really good at stopping the run you're the best rushing offense right. we've seen in years run the football there's no reason that lamar should have passed for 37 passes and as a team you ran the ball 16 times. Yeah, you think times. they were down 37 to nothing exactly. at some point. Like, you were within one score of the entire game. Most of the time. I mean, it was 17 to 7 for a run there, but still, that's no, okay, but that's that's, no reason okay, to panic. Um, yeah, that's nothing. If the Pittsburgh Steelers can come back from a 10-point deficit, the Baltimore Ravens, with, with their offense, specifically the running offense, can certainly do that. Yeah, so I, that was just bizarre for me, that their abandonment of the running game with Gus Edwards... Um, dumb. And then the bonehead plays by the Ravens. That's another thing that comes back on Harbaugh. I think they did the 12 men on the field penalty. Oh, my. And then the very next play with what's-his-name roughing the passer. And, like, I love how, you know, you're sitting around with your buddies and it's like Chiefs roughing the passer. I can't wait to see what this is. And then it's a freaking clothesline. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. That's roughing the passer. That's bad. But then later on in the game, after after the uh, 12 men on the field, or was it right before when they intentionally were trying to be offsides to kill the clock. Roquan Smith got the unsportsmanlike. But then Roquan has the unsportsmanlike clock. Like, what are you doing? Do you not know what's at stake here? That was like Roquan trying to be smart, 
and then and then being far, really dumb, way too far over the line. Just just run off sides. You don't just push a guy over. Right. Like that. Don't hit him like you're in an open. You don't need. To, you, you do you understand what uh, 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 the encroachment rule is? All you're doing is you're just in that offensive yeah, zone. Just jump off sides. Yeah, tap right. The guy on this helmet, and you're off sides. Literally, like, just you can even just like. Put your arm in, like you, you don't have to do anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just make contact and go off sides, and it's a smart play because then it does get a fresh set of downs without the clock moving, which is what his intent was. Right. You only give it five yards instead of the extra ten because it was an unsportsmanlike conduct. And then I think the biggest blunder was Zay Flowers. Uh, well, yes, for sure. The taunt was the taunt was dumb, but then. I give a lot of credit to the I, who was the chief that punched. I'm going to look that up right now. The chief who punched out the ball. It was wasn't it Legarius Sneed? I'm, I'm double checking to make sure that it was Legarius Sneed who. I'm pretty sure it was fumble. because Legarius Sneed was the one covering Zay Flowers on that long catch that Flowers then got flagged for with the unsportsmanlike conduct taunting call. And everyone's saying, wow, Sneed got beat on that play, and then he came back like the next drive and forced that fumble. It was Legarius Sneed who punched the ball out. That's a great play from him. Yeah, absolutely. Timing was impeccable. I You, you bring that up, I was going to say Lamar's interception. interception thrown at the triple coverage. Yes, that was very stupid. A little bit of P.I.? Is it P.I. when there's three guys around? Well, that shouldn't matter. If three guys are around and they push the Ravens. Sure, the but no. Was it P.I.? It's, I it's, think it could have been called, but, but the, the pass was awful. The pass was awful, help. and the, and the and it wasn't that the guy who had the pi was the one who came up with the interception because right, but still, there so. were two other uh, Chiefs players who were in front of the foot or in between the football and the Ravens receiver. Right, but that doesn't matter still. I mean, pi's pi. I'm not gonna. I don't think that's. I'm not gonna like join the committee of people who say that's the reason the, the Ravens lost the game because they didn't the get that PI they call. Lost the game. The reason they lost the game is because they came out and scored ten points. Exactly. And they ready to beat but you the know, Chiefs. Ravens apologists and Ravens fans are saying, "Well, if we get that PI call, it's a different game." Well, no, it's not. I don't even have faith that you're gonna get into the end. Yeah, zone right. If they give it to you on the goal line. There, you didn't because wasn't that wasn't that Zay Flowers where he caught that Zay pass? Wasn't it two plays? Wasn't it on the same drive? That the he fumbled taunt, the football on the goal line? The taunt was just so absurd, though, because in the moment before the flag even came out, when he pushed him down, I was like, what the heck was that? Mm-hmm. And then people said, well, he was grabbing his leg. Then he spins the ball in his face. Then he flexes in his face. Like, I didn't even have to see the flag. I was like, what are you mm-hmm. doing? That is 100% a taunt. Most blatant taunting call I think I've ever seen. And then you want to talk about Ravens apologists like you were riffing on. How about all the people later that would be like, Travis Kelsey taunts every single play, and then the one time that Zay Flowers do it, of course they throw the flag. I never saw Travis Kelsey do anything close to what Zay Flowers did to that Chiefs play. Slash, doesn't he do it once he's already in the end zone? Yeah, and I mean, his taunts are just, he goes crazy, but it's never really in his faces. It's never against the other team. It's more so celebrating with his teammates. It's in people's faces, but I mean... Pushing him into the ground. You never think spinning him throwing the football. The football. Yeah, right. Flexing over top of him. I mean, that's three strikes right there. Yeah, right. And and like you know, people. Oh well, he he was getting his leg held. What do you want him to do? Not push him to the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, just try to move. Try to shake your leg off. Maybe do a flop on your own when you. Tr- hey, he's grabbing my leg. What the heck, ref? You know what I mean? Like, it was just a dumb rookie mistake. All around by Zay Flowers in that aspect, um, and then again, the Jerry. You'll get people who say you should never extend the ball at the goal line. I'm trying to make some plays. I want to score that touchdown. 
it's easy in hindsight to be like, that's why you never extend the balls, eh? Tuck it in. We'll get four shots of it at the one. I'm never going to have a playmaker, you know, play conservatively like that near the goal line because I'm living in my fears. Right. That's just a great play by Sneed, man. I mean, that, that mm-hmm. Absolutely. peanut punch. Could Zay have been a little bit more secure with the football? Of course he could have been. But the timing, the the velocity of the punch, the force behind the punch, and then for the Chiefs to jump on the ball in the end zone, huge, because that, that sucker didn't go out of bounds. That was right. sitting right there. Uh, I Ravens recover. I think it's at the one. I don't think that they get it in the end zone because you can't advance a, a fumble. Right. Only the but, receiver can advance. But The person who fumbled can advance the ball. They still had a chance to regain possession. The Ravens did so. The Chiefs, Johnny on the spot there for Sneed and then whoever recovered with the fumble as well. Um, that's play of the game. I mean, yeah, it, that was it, the turning point. It's cause... seventeen to fourteen if he gets in, and and there's a lot of momentum on the Ravens side, and they're in field goal range, literally the second they're at the logo with Justin Tucker. So, mm-hmm. kudos to the Ravens or for the Chiefs for the defense Chiefs. there. But and, I mean, I kudos think to get... the Ravens defense too. Because well, that God, I'm glad you brought they that keep up. Them in this game, I'm glad you brought that up. It further proves the microscope that Lamar and Harbaugh need to be put under after this game because. After the Chiefs scored back-to-back touchdowns to open up the game, they scored three points for the rest of the game. Three points on, like, how what, ten drives or something they had? Nine drives they had for the rest of the game? After back-to-back touchdowns to open up things in the first quarter, they scored three points the rest of the way. You have to put the blame on Lamar, and you have to put the blame on the offense, and you have to put the blame on Harbaugh because the defense kept them in the game. I just can't believe that a, a month ago, Christmas Day, the Chiefs lose to the Raiders at home. And now we're here. where They are inevitable. He is Thanos. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. There's four. I, the four people that I think, maybe five, that I think are just, no, I'm going to cut it off at four. This is what Matt Williamson said yesterday. You know, with this Chiefs run, it has been a lot of different pieces in and out of here. I mean, big pieces. Like they used to have guys like the Honey Badger on defense, mm-hmm. Tyreek freaking Hill on offense. Mm-hmm. They're in and out. Andy Reid's still there, one of the best offensive minds we know. Mahomes. Mahomes is probably the best quarterback ever. Kelsey. Kelsey's probably the best tight end. And ever. Chris Jones. Chris Jones slash Spagnolo. Spagnolo. Okay. Those cores stay there. Yeah. And they have been a foundation that they just keep going back and back to the Super Bowl. I hear people saying if they win this Super Bowl, it confirms their dynasty status. Feels like we're already there. Feels I don't like understand. I've heard that too. I don't understand four that out of the logic. past six yeah, Super Bowls right. feature the Chiefs, and they've right. won two of them. It's not like the Bills where they go to four straight. They've gone to like, six straight AFC Championship games. Like you cannot not call that a dynasty. He has never not played in a championship game in his career in the NFL. Six years as a starter, and he has been to six championship games. Four of them being Super Bowls. It, it, I saw somebody on Twitter say, I remember. B- oh, what happened? I just said Twitter. Oh, I can't no. believe you didn't call me out on that. I didn't because it always, because to me, it sounds weirder when someone says X. When I, I hear you say somebody X, on that's X when I call night. it out. I saw somebody on X last night say, I remember watching Tom Brady in the early 2000s and saying to myself, Chee. This is crazy that I'm alive to see this. We won't see a run like this for years uh, to come. And it happened literally right after Tom Brady. Next it happened man up. during Tom Brady. It did. Well, Brady kind of slowed it down a bit. But but no, they overlapped. I know, but Brady beat him twice. But I'm just saying, like, 
it's just there was no wait. It, but it just, no, it I'm just saying, like the greatest ever. We, will, we saw the end of Brady after we saw the birth of Mahomes. Into Mahomes. Who will potentially challenge Brady's greatness? It probably won't happen for hundreds of years to come. If ever. It's going to happen right now. Yeah. It's the next man who comes into the league is going to challenge Brady's greatness. If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for lemonade days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC. We'll get to the Niners and the Lions in a second. If he wins the Super Bowl, that's three Super Bowls. It's still, you know, so hard to see him getting to seven, even as fast of a start as he had. Like, even if he gets to three, I still don't know if I'd be like, there's a chance he gets to seven. Seven is just an absurd Just remember, though, Brady and Mahomes were on, like, similar ages when they were having this Super Bowl success in their careers. So... But don't you think And then Brady went however many years, what, ten years in between Super Bowls? And we thought as you were approaching year seven and eight and nine, especially when he missed two thousand seven in the sixteen and oh season, you thought, Wow, maybe I mean he's still one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but maybe he just finishes with three. So the, the So pa- he's got no the, he's got so much time. The ahead pacing of him. is 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 right there. I mean the the pace that he's on is Close to Tom Brady's pace. Brady had three Super Bowls by the time he was 27 years old. Let's see. How old is Mahomes right now? Mahomes 28. So he's a little bit behind Brady. Oh, just a little, so Just sorry. slightly behind. How so many regular season MVPs I did just, Brady what have? What are you doing here? We're just talking, that, what, what are you time. talking about? We're just talking about the pacing to see if he can catch Brady. Don't just get your knickers in a twist because you like Mahomes more than Brady and you're going to defend him. Okay. So he's a little bit slower as far as the pace is concerned uh, for Super Bowls. It's hard to believe that he plays as long as Brady did. Like it's hard to believe yeah, that he has the same anyone window can do as that. It's hard to believe that Brady won his first of his second dynasty when he was 37 years old. That's what I mean. Like Mahomes might be done by then. He was 37. He plays so much differently oh than Brady God. does too. He's he's, he's more Yeah, he's going to get more beat more up athletic. by the time he gets to 37. So I I'm just saying, you know, even if he gets this Super Bowl and he gets his third, that's still so much more work to be done to get to Brady. And then you factor in the fact that Brady has seven and he lost three. Yeah, right. Like he went to ten. Even with Mahomes' greatness, it's it might be impossible for him to be the undisputed goat because you'll always have the rings in the ten Super Bowl conversation when it comes to Brady. And right even now, though, even though I think me and I, you and I both can see he's a better quarterback than Brady ever was. I mean, just playing the position of quarterback is he's he's unbelievable. I've never seen somebody, you know, do the things that he's done. He's like they build him in a lab. He he's he can move. He's fast. He's a, he's he's a, a standard. Arm. I mean, you want to hit the nail on the head. He is the measuring stick for all NFL quarterbacks. When you're watching any game, whether it's, you know, CBS, Fox, whatever, whoever's calling the game, who's the first person they compare the quarterback to on the TV when that quarterback does something incredible. It's oh my god, that that a little sprinkle of Mahomes in it, didn't it? It's he is that person. He is 
for future generations until somehow the next guy comes in. But I don't know who's going to do what he does better than he does it. He's going to be that that comparison measure every single time. Can you see a little bit of Patrick Mahomes in this quarterback or not? And the answer is probably always going to be no. No, you'll see flashes. Like you'll see, oh, he did piece, the no look a thing. Piece here, a piece oh, there. he did the juke thing. Oh, he did the spin move thing. But it's never that you'll see that consistently the way you see it every single week out of Mahomes. The magic that he makes. And then the ability to win games, too. Is there a chance that they have a little bit of a dip at all after this year? Maybe Kelsey leaves. Maybe if Kelsey retires, like people have maybe been saying he does. Or is Mahomes simply so good that they will just, no matter what, always be in at least the conference championship game if he's healthy? I think a lot of it has to. I think more so has to do with it with Andy Reid leaving than Travis Kelsey leaving. Is it also? Let me ask you this. Sure. What gives you more confidence in the 2024-25 Chiefs being dethroned? Them just kind of hitting a wall a bit and, you know, they playing deep into the season like this for the past six years and they're finally just, you know, Kelsey's done. Kind of hoisted by their own petard. Their own petard of success, mind you, but they're just okay. they're, they're finally running out of gas. Or someone else taking over. Or Joe Burrow coming back, who seems to be the only Ooh. guy that has some success at beating Mahomes and the Chiefs on a regular basis. Because Lamar can't. Josh Allen can't. can't. Everybody else can't do it. Joe's the only one not named Tom Brady that's beaten him in the playoffs. That's great. The guy has been playing in the league for, what, seven years? He's 14-3 and in the playoffs. Has three losses. Two to Brady, one in the Super Bowl, and then... He already has, like, the third most playoff wins in NFL history. Brady's going to... Run up, I, I mean, maybe he'll catch Brady for that record, but we know how far and away Brady is for that. Whoever's second, I don't think he's far behind. Look, I hate to say the Steelers fans, but after seeing what Baltimore just did at home against them, after seeing the Bills always fall short against them, like Burrow's the only guy that I actually have any confidence in maybe beating the Chiefs. He beat them once, and he lost by three points, right, in that uh, AFC Championship game then the very next year in Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, it was 27 and 24 Chiefs. So, like, he mm-hmm. went toe to toe with them again the second year. Uh, for whatever reason, he has some success against this team. And everybody else in the AFC, every would be contender, has just seemed to fall by the side. Would you put Justin Herbert as maybe a, a potential, you know, well, it depends what he does with Harbaugh. But he does, Harbaugh. he's got, I got to see him and Harbaugh together. By the way, with this AFC championship game win, he moved into tied for third, ready for this, hmm. with Terry Bradshaw, John Elway, and Peyton Manning. He's tied those guys. For, he already passed Ben Roethlisberger. Wins. He is two wins away from tying Joe Montana with 16 playoff wins. And then you have Tom Brady in first place with 35. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Peyton Manning's 14-13 to 13 in his career in the playoffs, and Mahomes is 14-3. and three. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is the best record of all those guys with 14 wins. There's Peyton with 14-13, and 13, Elway with 14-7, and seven, Terry with 14-5, and five, and Pat with 14-3. and three. So, so Montana's second place? Montana's second with 16 wins, 7 losses. And then Brady's up there with 35 wins to 13 losses. Brady has the same amount of losses as Peyton Manning, but he has like over 15 wins. He is 21 more wins than Peyton does. Yeah. 
So Mahomes by next year will probably pass Montana. That's safe to say because he'll win the Super what Bowl. What are you talking about? And win the Super Bowl. If he, he wins the Super Bowl more, this year, he's, he's one, one win away. Yeah, so he's going to probably pass Montana by next. No, year. No, it comes down to Brady. Can he catch Brady in Super Bowls? Can he catch Brady that's in playoff where we're wins? At. Like that's what's remarkable about him. Is like, we're already we're here. Already too, it's it's only six about years Brady in now. All that matters is Brady. Like Manning, great quarterback. Mahomes is better. Rodgers had his run, one ring. Brady's Mahomes is better. Or Mahomes, Mahomes is, is better. Eon's better. Big Ben, two rings. Mahomes is better. Mm-hmm. Eli, Mahomes is better. Like any Elway, Drew Brees. Elway, Bradshaw, Mahomes is better. Aikman, Montana, probably Mahomes is better. Aikman, Mahomes is better. It's one guy left, I think. Yeah, it's and, one guy. And like I said, we're gonna do a, a top ten. Not coming up tomorrow in power rankings, but one of our power rankings in the off season will be top ten quarterbacks of all time. I don't know how Mahomes isn't number, number two. two. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I really, I'm with you. I really think we're at that point, uh, and he still has a long road ahead of him. It's a rematch, though, in the Super Bowl for Patrick Mahomes. The first Super Bowl he went to was a victory against the San Francisco 49ers. Now it's come full circle in his fourth trip to the Super Bowl as he'll meet the Niners. But how did the Niners get there? We'll talk about the NFC Championship game. Next, and how brutal of a collapse it was for the Detroit Lions. Heartbreaking. All on the way on the Steelers Standard. If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for lemonade days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC.